Welcome back to Gritty Hope, a podcast where Gen Z meets a kind of okay boomer. My name's Katie Beth Louie, and I'm wearing my ugliest Christmas sweater today. <laughs> I'm Steve Backus. I'm your kind of okay yes, boomer. Yes, I got you. And I, I don't have my ugly Christmas sweater on. I do have one. Yeah. But I don't have it on today. So I should have texted you while I was getting ready. <laughs> yeah, today is, um, it is December 22nd. Mm-hmm. So we've got a few days till Christmas. Yes, we are recording the week of Christmas. This will post after Christmas, though. But it'll so. be during the 12 days of Christmas, so we're fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're following the liturgical calendar. We're, we're still fine. good. We're still good. <laughs> we're still in season. Um, that's, that, that's something that I notice a lot of people get confused about when they're like the 12 days of Christmas. And they're like, the 12 days leading up to Christmas doesn't make sense. And it's like, that's why you start on Christmas. Those are the 12 days. Yeah, absolutely. And so I noticed that our holiday break um, for school Mm -hmm. uh, follows the 12 days of Christmas. So I was like, go us. There you go. Go us. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So... Yeah, we might even explain the four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree stuff. I'm glad you could, because I don't. There, there are theological meanings there behind are. all that. Yeah, I can't tell them to you unless I've got the got it in front of me, but uh, I don't have it in front of me today. Okay. We might we might go there next time. Maybe. Yeah. And our next, if we make it to next year, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this podcast makes it. Give us a give yeah. us a share if you think this podcast is gonna. Oh, get by us. the way, a shout out to Canada. Thanks for yeah. downloading. Yeah, uh, yeah. Steve told me, he's like, hey, have you looked at the website? I was like, no, I haven't because I'm on break. Uh, and he's like, we got two downloads from Victoria, Canada. And I was yeah. like, who do we know in Canada? Yeah. Thank you. Yes, another international hit for us there. If you're so. an international person and you just downloaded this mm-hmm. episode just because, yes. can you just send us an email and tell us why you downloaded Yes, please do. <laughs> please send us an email because mm-hmm. we want to Even know. if it says, look, I just came across you guys accidentally. Yeah. You know, we would that'll like be to fine, know. too. We would like to know yeah. w- how. We, we want to know our demographic, right? Yeah. We want to know our audience. I just yeah. want to know how you found us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And if you would like to email us, you can email us at grittyhope at gmail.com. For our new listeners, I'm going to spell it really slowly. Hopefully the boomers have started on, what, R by now? <laughs> that was, okay. I, that, that was that was a shot. Okay, that was a shot. Okay. <laughs> I just blew the audio. I just, yeah, I just that's okay. That's yeah, fine. you just blew up the compressor. It's fine. So, Sorry, okay. compressor. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you can email us. That is grittyhope at gmail.com. You spell it. G-R-I-T-T-Y-H-O-P-E at gmail.com. And our website is simply grittyhope.com. I can't get the NPR voice going like you do. Katie Beth is now backed away 10 miles away from the microphone. I don't blow the compressor again. She's she's freaking out on me in here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did. That was... You're still experiencing Christmas joy. That's all. Ooh, no, like, I didn't. That was, I thought that was way funnier than it actually was. <laughs> <laughs> I made Christmas cookies yesterday, Steve. Excellent. 
Yeah. I, Did I, you put the, like the little colored candy sprinkles on them? So, so we don't. So my yeah. family, we don't do like the typical sugar cookies. Mm-hmm. We make M and M cookies. Oh yeah, there you go. We make what we call whippersnappers. Mm-hmm. Some people call them Cool Whip cookies, but my granny always calls them whippersnappers. Mm-hmm. It's literally cake mix, Cool Whip, and an egg. Yeah, I was looking at some recipe online this morning, and it was—I mm-hmm. don't remember everything that was in it. But it was like peaches and heavy syrup, mm-hmm. right? And then there was like a layer of maybe chopped up pecans yeah and then you put dry cake mix on there right mm-hmm. and then you put like two sticks of butter on top of that and you, that's it yeah you slice yeah. it thin you don't mix it yeah you don't mix it you just and it looked pretty it looked pretty good yeah though that, that's an easy peach cobbler yeah. that is uh, not something you want to eat every day but it mm-hmm. sure, certainly looked wonderful for the holidays yeah i even tried my great grandpa fred's chocolate pie yesterday uh-huh like my dad remembers like him making that oh when he was uh, a, kid. a chocolate pecan pie has been promised me and not delivered yet just to shout out you know who you are okay <laughs> okay <laughs> i want my chocolate pecan pie okay. uh yeah we all, we do like a lot of different stuff like mm-hmm. i tried my hand at rice krispie treats yeah the other day i put too much butter in it mm-hmm I put too much butter in the marshmallow. Our yeah. family's doing a brunch on uh, Saturday the 26th, the day oh, after cute. Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do biscuits and gravy and eggs and mm-hmm. fruit and, you know, all that good stuff. Got to have a big breakfast. Yeah, that sounds so, Got to make a triple recipe of homemade biscuits. So. Oh. Well, actually, they're semi-homemade, so, you know. We won't tell. My grandmother used. I still. I've got the bowl. My grandmother used to mix her biscuits mm-hmm. in, and it's a big wooden bowl. Yep. And uh, what she would do was pour the flour in there, mm-hmm. and, and she'd make a little hole, hole, and she'd pour the milk and the grease, and mm-hmm. get the grease in there, and work it all in with her hands. Mm-hmm. I can't do it that way. I have to measure my buttermilk and measure. I put vegetable oil rather than rather than Crisco grease. I put vegetable yeah. oil in there. So I call mine semi homemade, but they still turn. They're still rolled out by hand and taste pretty good. Yeah, in my family, we just measure with our hearts. Mm-hmm. And, like, all of, like, the recipes. Like, I was uh, transcribing old recipes mm-hmm. at Thanksgiving with my granny. And a lot of the instructions were bake until done. Yeah. So, yeah. on the chocolate pie, mm-hmm. do you know what it said for the baking instructions? Mm-mm. Bake for 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. That's it. That's it. No temperature, yeah. no nothing. Well, you know, ovens do vary, though. That's probably why. Yeah. You know, oven all every oven is different. It took me so know. long to bake that pie, Steve. I was I was like, <laughs> okay, we'll start at three fifty. Yeah. I'm going to give everybody a hint. what kind of what kind of flour do you use? So we have two types of flour in the house. Uh-huh. So we now use... we're going to I'm, I'm going to mention some brand names here just to let everybody know we are not sponsored by any brand names. These these are just brand names I enjoy. I'm going I'm going to tell everybody my favorite brand name of flour in a minute. Oh, we just get the stuff from Walmart, like the Great Value. Uh-huh. Oh, it doesn't matter brand. We uh-huh. get uh, the all purpose flour. Mm-hmm. And then all purpose has to be made for, for anything that you're putting sugar in, right? It just does. Right. It just works better. Yeah. And then we have another type of flour. Oh my gosh! Because the all purpose has no yeast in it, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 There's all purpose, uh-huh. and then oh Lord, have mercy! What's that other mm-hmm. one that we have? Okay, you talk about that while I text mom mm-hmm. and see if she responds. Well, I'm just. Uh, everybody asked me the secret to making biscuits. Well, here's there. I have two secrets. First of all, really good quality flour. And here's a shout out to the White Lily Flour Company because I have found that White Lily self-rising flour makes self-rising. makes the best biscuits. Um, 
And uh, there's also, it also matters if you're making gravy from the drippings from your sausage, it also matters what brand sausage you use. There's brand out there that not a lot of people are aware of because you don't see it advertised. It's called mm. Country's Best. Yep. And it makes, it's got a lot of fat in it, so it makes wonderful grease mm-hmm. for which you to make. And and we don't eat this every day. Uh, I would All my arteries would be clogged if I ate this stuff every day. Mm-hmm. But on special occasions, we make homemade yeah. biscuits. Also, the second hint to cooking good biscuits is 500 degree oven. Yeah. Yep. That extremely hot. That tracks. Put it in there for ten to twelve minutes, and then turn the broiler on, brown the top, and you got some wonderful biscuits. Mm. Crunchy on the outside, mm, and fluffy. very moist and fluffy on the inside. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my um, so I have my great grandmother's bread recipe mm-hmm. and her yeast roll recipe. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Like back in like in Granny's heyday of baking, there was one year we made. Over a hundred yeast rolls. Wow! One year. Wow! Because like all the extended family, like we took some. So like how we did Thanksgiving when I was younger, we would split it between my mom's side and my dad's side. So I would go over to like mom's side. It would be kind of like a formal. We would sit at the dining room table mm-hmm. and you know be very fancy. I was the only child at said Thanksgiving, so I had to act like an adult. Mm-hmm. Well, then at Dad's side for Thanksgiving, we were all at Granny's house. We were all running around. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you found a seat to eat, you found a seat. Yep. Like, that's yep. how it was. It was so much fun. Hey, I tell you what, let's, I got an idea. What? Some of these recipes that we've got, uh-huh. let's post them on the website on the notes page. Yeah. Let's, we'll, put some, we'll put some recipes in there, yeah, if you don't to, mind sharing them. Yeah, I'll have to ask. <laughs> you have to ask if you can share the Listen, secret recipes. Southern yeah. ladies guard their recipes yeah. like it yeah. is Fort Knox. I don't mind sharing my biscuit recipe because it's semi-homemade. And it, yeah. you know, I, I don't mind sharing it. It's not an old family secret. I'll post it on there. But if you got some good recipes that you'd like to share, we'll post them on the notes page. Maybe you can the share website. the pickle recipe. Oh, the pickles, yes. Yeah, have you had one of our stuffed pickles? I have not, but I bet it's amazing. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, it's really you, you would like mm-hmm. it. You've not been blessed I found, with stuff. I found some refrigerated deals that I had not seen before. It's a brand I didn't remember, and I can't remember the brand name. Is it Vlasic? No, Closet? it was. It's actually in a plastic huh. container, refrigerated. It has to be refrigerated. Mm-hmm. But it was, it, and um, it looked looked really homemade when you opened it. Yeah, you know, with the dill and the and the garlic and everything that you put in there, just fl- kind of floating around mm-hmm. and all that goodness. You know. Oh yeah. And it had just enough bite. From the hot pepper, mm-hmm. just enough to just to make it absolutely wonderful. You know, you can put too much hot pepper. In you there. can, you can put too much hot but pepper. There's in that there. perfect amount that just right. makes it really good. And this was really good. I'll have to look those up, the yeah. brand name of those up, and post them on the website. Yeah, our stuffed mm-hmm. pickles take about a week mm-hmm. to make. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's but but stuffed pickles are amazing if they're yeah. made right. Yeah, yeah, we hand core them out. Listen, I'm all about the pickles. I love pickles. Oh, you do? Sweet pickles, dill pickles, any kind of pickle, I love them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I love pickled okra. You like pickled okra? I've never had pickled okra before. Oh, it's amazing. With a salad, eat it with a salad. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's good. Yeah, the only, like, non-fried okra I've had was at school mm-hmm. lunches. and. Hey, it's Christmas. We're talking about food, folks. It, it's Christmas. It, yeah. Okay, listen, we're white people. This is the only <laughs> thing we've got. <laughs> Ugly sweaters and food. This is yeah. literally all we've got. Yeah. 
let us have this, please. <laughs> that was a joke. It was a joke. Don't send us an ugly email on that one. If you do, I'm going to read it out loud. <laughs> like, and then I'm probably going to laugh. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Southern ladies, if you're from anywhere but the southeastern United States, mm-hmm. they, like, Southern ladies guard their recipes with their life. They really do. Some of them are very secret, There's and there's a little bit of difference. And listen, there's a lot of Southern ladies, not just the older generation, but there's a lot of younger Southern ladies who are really, really good cooks because they're passing those recipes mm-hmm. down like from my, generation to generation. And everybody's is a little different, but yeah. gosh, there's so many good cooks around, you know, even though the recipe might be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Amazing food is to be found. It's it's part of where we in, were. In, in the southeastern United States, good food. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. my mom's mac and cheese recipe. She hasn't mm-hmm. made that in forever. I finally convinced her to teach it to me this year. There you year. go. Finally, con- like, let me say this. I convinced my mother to teach me her mm-hmm. mac and cheese I, recipe. I would love to know that one because. It's w- not written down. Once upon a time, <laughs> when I was in seminary in Memphis, uh-huh. we had a, uh, the, a lot the students, some of the, one of the student groups hosted a big Southern food dinner. Right. right. And somebody had baked mac and cheese that was the most amazing mac and cheese that I've ever tasted in my life. It was so amazing. Mm-hmm. So I went back for seconds and it was gone. Oh, yeah. It was gone. I mean, everybody got it. One thing that was really popular when I was in college was buffalo chicken dip. Mm-hmm. Buffalo had, chicken dip. I don't know where mm-hmm. that started, buffalo chicken dip, but every time people make it, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. But yeah, my mom's mac and cheese recipe is not written down anywhere. Right. She just knows she it. She remembers it. Yeah. Like, that's what we're talking about when we're saying Southern recipes. Uh-huh. Most of it isn't written down, and it's taught to... Exactly. Mostly, mm-hmm. if we're going stereotypes, it's mostly passed down mother to daughter. That's true. Uh, and it's oral tradition. Well, that's, that's not a stereotype. That's just fact. I mean, right. yeah. Uh, but there are boys who cook. <laughs> there are boys. I, I, I happen to love to cook. I love I to know. cook. Yeah. If I have a son, mm-hmm. he's going to learn all the recipes. Yeah. Because I don't want... going to mm-hmm. be a little feminist yeah. here. Um, but... Everyone's a feminist if you believe in equality. There you go. Like, if you believe in true equality, yeah. you're a feminist. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so there are so many men who don't know how to take care of themselves mm-hmm. because they were not raised to take care of themselves. Yeah. My wife and I had that discussion recently because our son, who who will be 35 mm-hmm. on his birthday, when he was, well, by the time he was 10, he knew how to wash his own clothes. Right. Take care of his own clothes. Uh, by the time he was 12, he knew how to cook basic meals Mm -hmm. because, you know, a lot of times he would get off the school bus at 12 or so. And we lived in a very safe neighborhood and neighbors were close. Right. And so he would, he would, he would be off the school bus at 12 and we wouldn't be there for a couple hours. If he was hungry, the kid knew how to feed himself, you know, without burning the house down. Yeah. One of my first nights in college, Mm -hmm. uh, this was like during like fall it was like around when school started Mm -hmm. i was in it was like around like the first day where like i had moved in for band camp Mm -hmm. and then everybody else moved in right so i was doing laundry in the communal laundry space just like minding my own business and there was this guy in the laundry room who was just kind of staring at his clothes and his detergent like i didn't know what to do with it right i was like hey dude you good and he's like not really and I said, okay, what's going on? He goes, I don't know how to do my laundry. <laughs> and I was like, hmm. Jesus. 
give me patience. I was like, Jesus, Joseph, Mary, and all the saints above. Yeah. And I was like, and even the forces below, this is going to be a lot. So I literally, while my stuff was in the washer, Mm -hmm. I taught this boy how to to wash his clothes, how to wash his clothes. I taught him how to sort it out. And you know, and here's the thing today, the washer and the dryer do most of the work, mm-hmm. and all you have to know is the basic stuff right. on how to wash your clothes. Thank goodness. Yeah. But he just, he didn't even know that, and I was like, mm-hmm. how? And in my, I was thinking, I never asked him this, because he, he was, like, very embarrassed to admit to someone that he didn't know how to do his laundry, and I was like, okay, would you like me to teach you how to do your laundry? And he said, yes. And so I said, okay, I'm going to teach you how to do your laundry. Mm-hmm another reason why I'm in education. But, <laughs> so I literally like, I talked to the guy, I looked at his detergent, what it needed. Mm-hmm. I taught him how to sort his clothes. There I like taught him how to do spot treatments on mm-hmm. like stains and stuff. What needs to be washed in cold water, hot water. All oh, I wash all stuff. my stuff yeah. in cold water. Mm-hmm. Saves energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, the only thing uh, I wash in hot water is stuff. If I get stuff really dirty, yes. dirty outside. Yes, that hot water. that needs yeah. a lot of shout and hot water and prayer. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like I never saw him again. But just like mm-hmm. that feeling, like he he just I knew like after we were finished because mm-hmm. at that point my stuff needed to go in the dryer, and so I taught him how to use the dryer <laughs> too. Yeah, and yeah. luckily our laundry machines on, in the dorms used your at card, which was like your mm-hmm. like ID card, which also has money on it, so you can just do laundry like that. Mm-hmm. There was like a whole app on your phone that would tell you like which washer your clothes were in, like when you needed to change. Mm-hmm. It, it was very easy, especially for people who didn't know how to do their laundry before. Mm-hmm. I never saw this guy again, but I knew that he knew how to do. He his knew laundry. how to do his laundry anyway, because like I yeah. told him how to do it, and then I taught him in a way to where he was doing everything. There you go. And because a lot of times people teach you by just showing you, I Mm -hmm. I can't do that. We've got a, we've got a new set of LG washer and dryer Mm -hmm. and they play a little song when they're finished. Mm. It's not a buzzer. Yeah. It plays a little song. I'm sure it's programmable. I'm sure I can download an app and program the music it plays, but. It's like, Hey, your laundry's done. (laughs) And then my dryer's like, your laundry's done. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of times you get that. You know, right, it's like, get your laundry. And this one just plays a very pleasant little tune. Just like, hey, yeah. we're done. Can you change your clothes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we uh, we had joy last week, and this week we lit the candle of love, the fourth candle, right? The fourth Christ- candle. And Christmas Eve, we will write the, light the Christ candle, because Christmas Eve is the last day of Advent, and then we enter the Christmas season. You even have yeah. purple in your shirt, Steve. I still, yes, I'm still in the spirit of Advent. I have purple in my shirt. Yeah. Do I have purple in my shirt, or is it just blue? Well, you've got blue. Blue counts, too. Oh, blue counts? Blue counts. I'll, yeah, some churches use blue rather than purple. Okay. Same thing. Does gold work, or is gold? Gold's great. Okay. Yes, gold's fantastic. Y'all the Chris, the Chrismons have gold on them. So, yeah. Y'all, there's a lot going on with my sweater. If we had a video feed, you would be going, KB, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, there's sequins. There's like a different types of glitter. Mm-hmm. There's like a there's a lot going on. There's fuzzies everywhere. Um, yeah, just it's very comfortable though. Mm-hmm. It's very comfy. But yeah, it, we lit the love candle. Yes, because love came down in Jesus. Oh yes. yes. And okay. For God I, so loved the world. Yep. Yep. Uh, can you tell me about the Christ candle? Because I've grown up in the church. Mm-hmm. I know we have a Christ candle. Yes. I just don't know what it's for. Well, <laughs> you know, the the Christ candle normally in a worship service are the two candles that we light on the that are normally sitting on a communion table. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's also a large Christ candle that sits off to the side. And the acolytes in traditional worship 
they they bring the light in and they light the Christ candles, and then at the end of the service they relight their uh, their lighters and then they extinguish the Christ candle and they go out with it, and that is just symbolic of we're bringing the light of Christ into the sanctuary for worship, and then when worship is over we take the light of Christ out into the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just very symbolic. Okay. Yeah. Like that's what it's for? He's he's the light of the world. You know, John chapter 1, uh, the light came into the world and pushed away the darkness. Okay, because you know? I've been in the Methodist church for a, mm-hmm. a while, like 23 years. Mm-hmm. I never knew what the Christ candles were. We never talked mm-hmm. about it in confirmation, yeah. ever. Uh, now, if you're really liturgical, you process in with the cross and mm-hmm. with the Christ candle. You know, in the whole nine yards, you process in with all that stuff. Yeah. You make a big deal out of bringing it in and taking it back out. Yeah. You know. We just, uh, mm-hmm. at, our, at our church, we're a little bit more relaxed. We do we do uh, traditional worship, but it's not it's not as high church as some churches do. You know? Yeah. But, hey, I'm all for it because I love liturgical worship. He does. I if he love, could swing incense, he would. I love, yeah, if I could get by with doing the incense, I'd do the incense, you know. Yeah. We could be full-blown Episcopal, I guess, wouldn't we? Yeah. I always say Episcopalian, <laughs> and I know that's wrong. That's just, <laughs> again, that's how I grew yeah. up. Yeah, so. Yeah, Episcopal simply comes from the word episkopos, which is the Greek word for bishop. Yes. So the Episcopal Church is the church that's governed by a bishop. We used to be called the Methodist Episcopal Church because we were governed by bishops. Mm-hmm. And we just dropped the Episcopal when we became United Methodists. Okay. But we're still governed by bishops. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Episcopos means bishop. So, yeah, no no big thing there. It's all but good. It's all good. It's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks for that explanation. So, Steve, what... Are some like so the candle is about love. Mm-hmm. The last candle in the wreath is yeah. love. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, what type of love? Oh gosh, we want to talk about theological love. Okay. Well, let's do it. Well, okay. In the Greek New Testament, there are at least three, arguably four. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Greek and in other languages, also there are multiple names for the word love. In the English, we only have one mm-hmm. love. And we can say in the same breath, I love my wife and I love ice cream. Mm -hmm. But we know those two meanings are very different because I love ice cream a whole lot less than I love my wife. Right. right? But we've only got the one word. A lot of other languages have like separate words. They have separate words to denote that the impact that that type of love has. One of them is storge. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, storge is... Uh, affectionate love that friends would mm-hmm. have from for one another, right? Mm-hmm. Friendship would yes. be would be storge love. I, now I'm trying to remember. Gosh, I'm going back in my memory banks to the church storge. history. Church history here. Storge, I think, may be mentioned in the scriptures once, and it may be mentioned in the in Peter's letters, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. So don't quote me on that, folks. I'd have to go look it up. And there's philia. There's philia, which is brotherly love mm-hmm. right um and then uh, the, the love that that we have as brothers and sisters in the human race mm-hmm. right brotherly love yeah uh the philia love well for example philadelphia comes mm-hmm. from the word philia because it's the city of brotherly love right. right that's what philadelphia means and then um, agape i know agape yeah, yeah uh well then there's eros that's eros is where love. we get the erotic love from mm-hmm. that's self-explanatory 
And then agape, and that is spelled A-G-A-P-E. I remember one time I passed by a church. The name of the church was Agape. And Matt was little, and he looked at it, and he says, what does agape mean? No, you don't, you don't pronounce it agape. It's agape. Agape. That is the love, unconditional love of God, that God li- loves us unconditionally, even when we don't return that love. So anytime the word agape is used, it's used to denote the love of God for humanity. And I think, I don't know if this is like an actual teaching. It could Mm -hmm. just be my personal theology. But I think like one of our goals as Christians is to strive Mm -hmm. for that agape love in all aspects of our life. Well, Jesus says in the Gospels, be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. (laughs) That's the word teleos, which actually means be, be integrated. What it means is if you confess to love God and your neighbor, then live in a way that shows you mm-hmm. love God and your neighbor. So when Jesus says, be, and, and we often, John Wesley, the founder of the Methodist movement, talked about being perfect in love. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, if you love your brothers and sisters, you will be kind and good and charitable to your brothers and sisters. Uh, that is God's way of, we can be at least be perfect in love. As a matter of fact, in our ordination vows, mm-hmm. we are asked the question, do you expect to be made perfect in love in this lifetime, to which we are expected to answer yes. Well, so that's a that's a huge... <laughs> that's a big... That's a big vow to take. Do you expect to be made perfect in love in this lifetime? Mm-hmm. To which we answer yes. Because Wesley was big on Christian perfection. Uh, the Apostle Paul said we move on from grace to grace. We're we're trying to grow in the love that we have for God and one another, right? Yeah. So, and, 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 and again, perfection means we're trying to live what we say we believe. Mm-hmm. That's perfection, if we can actually live what we say we believe. Because that's a hard thing to do. It's it easy is so to, it's, hard. It's easy to say I love my fellow human beings. It's another thing to live in such a way that I display that love mm-hmm. to them, you know, especially in traffic, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. think <clears throat> that, that was really good. Yeah. That, that, I liked mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have nothing to add. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, uh, but we 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 all need to be better at loving one another and respecting one another. Uh, you know, if you love somebody, you respect that person. And mm-hmm. I think a lack of respect just so shows the lack of love. You know. Yeah, um, I um, on respect. There's a lot of people who say respect is earned and not given, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that's opposite yeah. of what we. <laughs> Well, I do believe respect is a two-way street. Yes. It's easier to respect someone if there's mutual respect. Mm-hmm. It's hard for respect to stay there if it's a one-way street. Yes. You know, like if if I respect someone, but they constantly disrespect me, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's very hard. It's hard to stay on that one-way street. But if respect is a two-way street and it's reciprocal, it's a whole lot easier for human beings mm-hmm. to respect one another that way, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I just keep thinking about yeah. this, like, story that I have from subbing. I was in a fifth-grade class, and there was this child who just kept pushing 
mm-hmm. boundaries. So there are children who will push boundaries just to see. Let's see how far they can go. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, I got onto her and it was just a lot. And mm-hmm. I talked to one of the teachers and I said, hey, I need help. Right. What do I do? And she told me like one of their procedures that they have. And so followed those procedures. She was crying. She was upset. Like it was a lot. Mm-hmm. And she just like hated me. Oh, wow. Like every time mm-hmm. like she saw me in the hallway, she just hated me. Like she would refuse to look at me and everything. And, you know, I, I did my best. I was smiling and everything. Mm-hmm. And then another, and then there was one day where I was subbing for her class again. Mm-hmm. And she came in a little late, and mm-hmm. I said, well, hey, so-and-so, how are you doing? She's like, she didn't answer. Um, and she brought me her tardy slip. I said, hey, are you doing okay? Mm-hmm. Are you okay? And she was like, yeah, just tired. And I mm-hmm. said, okay, well, here's what we're doing this morning. It's all good. Do you, like, need a moment? What's going on? And she's like, I'm good. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, mm-hmm. She, she was pretty much obsessed with me for the rest of the day just because I made that decision of just saying I'm going to give her that. Yeah. I'm just going to. Sometimes you don't know what the other person's dealing with. Yes. And sometimes they might take that out on you. Mm-hmm. I try not to take that stuff personally because I don't know, always know what somebody's going through. Yeah. You know? I mean, that kid, that kid was going through a lot yeah. at home. Yeah. And I didn't know that. And yeah. so they were mad at me. I was a stranger. Mm-hmm. I was an adult, and the kids at this school know that adults are safe. Right. Adults at that school are safe adults. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of took it out on me. But sure. I When I saw her again, I just knew that I wanted to give her that unconditional love. Mm-hmm. And I think in that moment, I grew so much as a Christian and as an adult and as a teacher. I just grew Sorry, I'm looking at the board over here. I I'm thought sorry. something was wrong. It's okay. Okay, we good. Sorry about that. It's okay. Spill my coffee. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it just mm. that um that unconditional love. Mm-hmm. I have that for all my students, and I know they're mm-hmm. not technically mine, but well, as a teacher, though, teachers say all the time, "These are my kids." Yeah, these are my kids. That is. That's you exhibiting your love to that child. These are you're yeah. claiming that child when you say these are my kids. They're my kids, and like, you're and you're defensive of them. And, like I'll and, go to bat for them, and you want the best for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I borrow them for a little bit and then give them back to their teachers. Mm-hmm. But it's like, listen, I'm that way. Kids. I'm not. I'm that way with my congregation. This is, you know, I know it's Jesus's church and Jesus's mm-hmm. congregation. But when I'm like, this is my my church. That's me def- standing between mm-hmm. the congregation. In some attack on the congregation. Like, these don't, are my people. Don't attack my folks. Mm-mm. Don't attack my folks, okay? Yeah, because yeah. I know, like, if anything were to happen, I would do everything in my power to keep those children safe because yeah. they are children. Yeah. I have a lot to mm-hmm. go off of that. That's a whole nother, <laughs> that is a whole nother podcast, yeah. and we still mm-hmm. got lots to do. Yeah, well, we're, we're going. Uh, can we exchange? Yes. yes. Can we? We're, we're going to exchange Christmas. Okay, gifts. I'm going to set my go. microphone off to the side. I'm okay. going to try to. Okay. You want to open yours first? Sure. I'll okay. Open mine first. Okay. I'm not much of a gift giver, so mine is 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 a card and an envelope. Steve, you I could literally give me a random sock uh-huh. from your dryer, and I would be fine. <laughs> I want you to read the card when you, when you open it. Of course, the gift inside the card is obvious. It's but, a snowman. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, a uh, description for our folks. 
It is uh, two snowmen. It's a little comic. Um, once the, there's one snowman who's just standing there, being like, "Hey, what's up?" It's a snowman on the right. Uh-huh. The snowman on the left is like, "Brr." He's cold. He's yeah. cold, and so he starts rubbing his hands together. Well, if you know that his little stick hands. Yes, yeah, snowmen have stick hands. The next <laughs> panel, his hands are on fire, and he's like, "Ah, my hands on fire!" <laughs> he rubbed his stick hands together, and they caught on fire. Oh my uh, gosh! Oh, uh, uh. hope you're. And it says, Hope you're fired up for a great Christmas. (laughs) And read my note. Come on, you knew it would be a dad joke. (laughs) And there's a smiley face. And of course, a Starbucks gift card. Because you know I'm always late with my Starbucks. (laughs) Y'all, I'm always late because I'm like, I want some Starbucks. And then, (laughs) thank you, Steve. You're very welcome. Okay. You're very welcome. Your president. Okay. Mine is in a large bag. Okay. <laughs> it's heavy. Okay. Oh, it is. Oh, my goodness. What did you do? <laughs> what did you do? Okay. You're going to have to put it on. on I'm going to be like Charlie Brown. I got a rock. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're going to have to lay it flat. Okay. I'm about to lay it flat. Yeah. You have okay. to lay it flat. All right. So just as a heads up, mm-hmm. my, my you know, so I've already said how my family bakes a lot. Oh, I can already see. Whole bean, richly roasted Amora espresso blend coffee. I'm going to enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy that. I love coffee. Everybody who knows me knows I love coffee. So that's your respect, women juice. Uh-huh. Those are our pickles. Oh, oh no, no, no. Is it really? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. So he's opening. I've got to go buy you something else now. <laughs> It's this fine. is amazing. It's fine. I'm going to unwrap a pickle right now. So it's so the pickles are yeah. wrapped in foil. It's like 9.30 in the morning, and I'm going to eat a pickle. So they're stuffed with a filling of, like, oh, cream cheese, gosh, pimentos. Y'all. Okay. You can okay. cut them. You can slice them. Okay. I'm going to bite a pickle. Okay. Oh, did you hear that? Yeah. I heard it oh. over. <laughs> That's amazing. Mmm. <laughs> so good <laughs> there's like cheese in there yeah oh, we use wow. cream cheese as part of the filling that is amazing Thank and you. then we wrap them in foil All right, so then this? so you're gonna like it i love the box it's got it's got the nativ- nativity on the box you know what we talked about last week mm-hmm. my mom's nativity collection <gasps> let's see so oh, those are cookies. the so he just got a bag so it's like a box with a nativity mm-hmm. scene and there's individually wrapped bags of cookies yeah so the first bag he opened has our cherry whippersnappers so oh this just the smell is amazing yeah okay <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't cook for you no it's no y'all this is how me and my mom would like do presents when I was younger mm. we would bake and then those would be our Christmas presents thank for you Susan thank you Katie Beth. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. My mom threw those together, and then I scooped them out, rolled them in powdered sugar, mm, and then baked them. That is so good. <laughs> you know I'm going to explore every bag later. Yes. Right? Uh, yeah. There's uh, one bag. Mm-hmm. I forgot which one has the M&M cookies, but I made... So all of our stuff is made from scratch when we bake, except mm-hmm. for like a few things. Wow. Thank you so much. That's amazing. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like, I was like, I, I was curious. I saw the bag of coffee because mm-hmm. I was at Caroline's house mm-hmm. and, you know, they're moving. And mm-hmm. I was just like, huh, 
saw that and I was like, that looks old. And I know Steve likes old things. So. Yes, that's going to be great. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if you have a bean grinder, but. Oh, it's whole wow, bean. this cherry cookie is wonderful. <laughs> I'm glad that's you like, like it. That's great. Oh, man. That's so good. <laughs> I love goodies at Christmas. Oh, good. Because mm-hmm. I knew you were telling me about your diet earlier, and I was like, I hope he likes it. <laughs> I'm on, I get off the diet during holidays, mm-hmm. so I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Mm, so, that was so good. Let, I'm not going to chew anymore on, um, on the, in the microphone. Well, I'll finish the cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I won't eat the pickle. I won't eat any more of the pickle right now. I'll save it for later. Yeah. The pickles are great. Thanks. Yeah, so we hand core them. Mm-hmm. So we take like a wooden spoon and we literally just like jam it into the pickle. Sure. Yeah. And then they soak for a few days in like a mixture of like brown sugar, garlic, mm-hmm. and like the pickle juice. And they sit there for a few days and then they drain for a few days and then we stuff them mm. and wrap them in aluminum foil. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and the filling. Pimentos, cream cheese, and I think walnuts. Did you taste walnuts in that one? Can we get the recipe and post that one online? Yeah. Okay. It's great. Granny shares that one a lot. Right. Granny shares that one. Okay. Yeah, because everyone's like, oh my gosh, the pickles. And we're like, yeah, we did our pickles. And they're like, what? And so we have to share. <laughs> it's not the same as when Granny used to do them. Lord, that that mm-hmm. woman. We did about two gallons worth of pickles this year because mm-hmm. we were like doing pickles for other people. But Wow, that's good. <laughs> Because some people are like, oh my gosh, where are your pickles? And I'm like, you want them? And then people try to buy it. And I'm like, you you can just have it. Just have it. Like, you don't have to buy it. Mm-hmm. That was wonderful. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for my gift card, Steve. I loved it. Well, I know I know you like Starbucks. <laughs> and you know I'm not a shopper. So, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know you well enough. <laughs> but I did want to get a good card. So that I thought is a the, great the dad card. joke card I thought was pretty good. Oh, God. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not over it. Um, yeah. So, do you have a present that you're just excited to give? Because it's going out after mm-hmm. Christmas, so we're all good for spoilers. the The gift that Donna, Joe, and I give to one another is time. We give each oh. other our time, which is one of the reasons these that people I, aren't real. Th- y'all. Th- this is one of the reasons I took off yesterday. Mm-hmm. Took off on Monday. It's because I just wanted to spend the day. We had some things we had to do, so we went up. It was a beautiful sunny day, mm-hmm. even though it was cold. It was mm-hmm. clear and cool, but uh, I had some work to do on the camper, so we went up. We have our camper on Smith Lake, so we went yeah. up to the camper, and uh, she uh, watched some of her favorite shows. Mm-hmm. Um, she streamed some of her favorite shows while I was working on the roof on the camper. Mm-hmm. So yeah, It's just our thing, you know. And now, yeah. of course, we went and got something to eat and you know, just drove around and enjoy the day, you know. So the gift that we give one another is just time. Y'all, this couple you know? is not real. Like, I swear. <laughs> Sometimes y'all are just like, oh, yeah, yeah. we do this. I'm like, eh. <laughs> what? Like, they're unreal. Yeah. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. So my dad's birthday is Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And so we do, like, on Christmas Eve, we do, like, birthday stuff. Like, that is Dad's birthday. Sure. So our only, like, Christmas Eve thing that we do is go to the Christmas Eve service. And since it's Dad's birthday, he usually chooses what service to go to. Sure. And, like, that's what we do when we go as a family. He doesn't. So, like, Mm -hmm. we've been so involved with church that sometimes we consider working a service just working. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's what we talk to each other. And he's like, 
none of us are working. We're just going as a family. Okay. As normal congregants. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this year, I was like, hey, they need someone for the 3 p.m. service. And he's like, well, how are we going to – and so we figured it out. So we're going to the 10 p.m. service. Okay. It's just like congregants. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to be working the 3 p.m. service. And it's yes. all good. Uh, yes. Um, mm-hmm. And so we do like – he has a birthday cake. We do like birthday presents. Mm-hmm. And then Christmas. Mm-hmm. Just Christmas. There you go. Um so that has that's it's really tough, it's me. tough being born in December. My sister's yeah. birthday is the thirtieth, so she always got birthday and Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So we always made sure that like his birthday presents were his birthday presents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that that helps me. Like if I ever if I'm ever blessed enough to have a family and have mm-hmm. children, and they have a birthday close to Christmas, I know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just set for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Excuse me. Uh, so his birthday present. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I made it this year. So oh, um, good, great. So when we were cleaning out, so part of our like quote unquote lockdown because Alabama didn't have a lockdown, which mm-hmm. I have opinions. Um, we cleaned out our garage because mm-hmm. we were trying to find stuff to do that wouldn't take us outside the home that would just keep us in the home. Yeah. Um, we. Cleaned out the garage, and I found some of his stuff from when he was in the National Guard. Mm-hmm. One of them being the flag. He flew over his tank. He had a flag that he flew, and it was like a skull and crossbones. So that's what he flew over his tank when he was getting ready to get deployed during Desert Storm. Like, that's mm-hmm. what he flew over his tank. And then, like, some of his pins and stuff that he wore. Mm-hmm. Um, I found them. Wow. I found them. And then I got a shadow box. <gasps> He's going to love that. So I like mounted yeah. the flag on the shadow box and I pinned the pins to the flag. And it's all, it's he's going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he does. As a former military guy, he's really going to love that. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he re- he officially retired this year. Like mm-hmm. officially, officially retired in January. Uh, he got his orders and everything. Mm-hmm. Like he is out for good. Mm-hmm. He's done. Okay. And that's something that I've been waiting for. Pretty yeah. much ever since right. I call it his first retirement. Mm-hmm. I've just been waiting for him to turn 60. Mm-hmm. And then he did, and he's out. There's literally like a 99.9% chance that he is not doing mm-hmm. any more military stuff. Mm-hmm. That like oh, that 0.01% being like if stuff yeah. hits the fan and he, they're he, desperate. He has served honorably and well, and so, yeah. He's done. He's done, yeah. So... <laughs> Found that in the garage, and I was like, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. Birthday. Let's yeah. go. Shout out to Gene. Congratulations, dude. Mm-hmm. And shout yeah. out to all of our veterans. Yes. Uh, shout out to our veterans who are dealing with mental health disorders. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our mm-hmm. uh, veterans who are experiencing homelessness. Mm-hmm. Uh, our veterans who are struggling with the VA system. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's rough. It is rough. Um, yeah. And just shout out to all of our veterans in general. Because mm-hmm. y'all went through... A lot. Some of them are still away. My, our nephew um, is in. Uh, I'm not sure which one of the Middle Eastern countries he's in right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he could not come home for the birth of his child. Oh. His child was born a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. but he, of course, he got to be on Zoom. Yeah, you know, and he's going to be over there for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So you know, thinking about him. Okay, yeah. shout out to Christopher. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, if uh, you know someone in your life who is involved with the military, whether mm-hmm. they've served or their spouse has served, mm-hmm. give them like a virtual hug. Absolutely. Give them some love. They go through so much. Mm-hmm. Even like a child of someone who served. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stress, especially in times of war. Yes. Um, I know when 9-11 happened, I did like, I didn't know I was four. Yeah, you were. Yeah. But my mom, she like my dad was at work when it happened and my mom took the day off and Mm -hmm. she and uh, some of the ladies and like one of the ladies that in their community, like the Gardendale cleaners, Mm -hmm. shout out to the Gardendale cleaners, Mm y'all. She literally called them once 9-11 happened and dad's uniforms were like at the cleaners because mm-hmm. he just finished drill and she called Pam, the lady who mm-hmm. owns it. I think she still owns it. I don't know if she doesn't anymore, but she owned it at the time. And she said, hey, are you seeing what's happening? And she goes, yes, his uniforms will be ready at 2 p.m. today. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So they got because there were a lot of military men who used mm-hmm. the Garno cleaners. And so they pretty much spent all that day mm-hmm. getting the uniforms clean mm-hmm. and having them ready for the guys to come pick them up. Yeah. We might, maybe we should do an episode on 9-11 and veterans and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. That's That would be a good episode. Yeah. We've came to the end of the podcast. Already? Can, yes, already. We keep coming to yes. the end, and I'm like, I want to talk more. Yes. And I know this is posting after Christmas, but Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Stay safe. Yeah. Happy holidays. Yes. Uh, please, you know, stay as distant as possible. But I know some people are not able mm-hmm. to be distant due to family emergencies and stuff like that. So yeah. we're just saying, please stay safe. Be safe and remember Jesus loves you. And we're trying. <laughs> <laughs>